What is it like to work in a war zone? What is your perception of life in a war zone? Most of us can't imagine what it would be like to have to work in conditions where air raid sirens are normal. We interview Roman Kuzub with Default Agency on his team, their work, and life in a war zone. I would encourage you to listen to this entire episode. It's not that long, and you will get so much out of it. Talk Commerce is brought to you by Content Basis. Have you tried machine learning programs only to find they give you repetitive garbage or worse, information irrelevant to the context of what you asked for? Do you know if the content that you're using on your website is even performing? Content Basis exists to analyze, create, and measure the content that is crucial for your product or service. Content Basis analyzes your website analytics to learn what is performing well and what is not. We dig into your search history to discover what keywords people are using to find your product and services and what keywords people are using to find your competitors' products and services. We create a content plan to help you deliver content that wraps around your most vital products and services, and then we track the performance of this content reassess it and make it better go to contentbasis.io to learn more the open beta program is available to new users go to contentbasis.io talk commerce is sponsored by haifa or as the europeans say hufa or the right way to say it hufa is rapidly becoming the biggest magento front end after luma for those who don't know it, Luma is the basic theme that comes with Magento, and it is giantly slow. If you're looking for a template-based front-end with the fastest loading times in the e-commerce industry while saving costs on development time and hosting infrastructure, Hufa is your best option. Everybody loves a fast site, including Google. Improve your Google ranking and conversion rates and make your customers happy. Learn more at hyva.io. That's hyva.io. My name is Brent Peterson, and I'm your host. Please remember to subscribe wherever you download your podcasts. And now, Talk Commerce. Welcome to this episode of Talk Commerce. Today I have Roman Kuzub. He is with Default Value, an agency located in Ukraine. Roman, go ahead, introduce yourself, tell us your day-to-day role and maybe one of your passions in life. Uh, hi, Brent. Yeah, I'm here, the CEO of the company. So actually, uh, my role is to be responsible for everything and do the things that is not managed to be sent to someone else. That's actually all I do <laughs> all day. And my passions is more about, if you're talking about work, then probably it's about making the things work easier. So automation and so on and some different stuff that saves people time for something. And if you're talking about all things, then I really in love with hiking. I do hiking. I did hiking a lot, not the last year, of course, but yeah, that's different stuff here. But yeah, we love hiking, do it, and I love Capesians and Crimea before 2014 and like other stuff. Last year, it was planned to do the Lycian uh, pass, not happened, actually. Yeah. 
All right. Thank you for that. And so before we get started talking, and today we're going to talk about work life and how you're managing to work in a war. But I was going to, I'm going to tell you a joke, and all you have to do is tell me if that joke should be free or if somebody should charge for the joke at some point. All right, here we go. 97% of people are stupid. Thank God I'm in the other 5%. Okay, definitely should be free. <laughs> Good. All right. At least I made you laugh. That's a positive sign. All right. Tell us a little bit about the way your work life goes now and tell us how you're managing to work. First, which city are you in and how close are you to the front line and things like that? Yeah, we are a local company from Chikasi. It's a city in the central Ukraine. So it's actually the geographical center of Ukraine is 60 kilometers from the city. So it's not very far from the war line, but not too close. So 300 kilometers. That's, I don't know if it's far or not, because it depends on your like attitude to this. Uh, of course, we changed our behaviors and how we, we live in, in this situation. And right now, I would say that it's already okay. It became normal. And uh, like today we had an air attack warning and uh, as I see, nobody actually reacts on this. That's something that become just a part of the life. Fortunately, our city was never had hit. So it's no rockets here, never. And everyone is already relaxed or just get used. So previously, like first Five, maybe four months, I was sleeping in safer places, trying to find the place with two walls behind me and the windows and so on. But eventually we start living further, let's say. Yeah, um, and I, yeah go ahead, sorry. Yeah, I also wanted to mention the team and maybe because that's something that I was like, how to say it? Sorry. <laughs> Okay, the, I wanted to mention the team because I was really surprised by their behavior because we have 80 persons in a company and I was thinking about moving the whole company somewhere safer places and actually like five percentages of people like refused to do this. The whole team decided to stay in, in here in Chicago. All of them are do, did a great job. They started working remotely when we didn't have enough experience with this and they did like a huge step to save the workload save the projects we had so i wanted to mention yeah i can relate that i was at a big commerce partner meeting in march right after the war started and big commerce had a large team in ukraine and their chief or their head of projects was there in the u.s to talk about this launch of their multi-store from big commerce and she said that even though the bombs were coming down i think they're in kiev but the bombs were coming down they said they're going to get their project done and they're going to do it no matter what and i think everybody started to cry there was probably 300 people in this audience that was just her determination to make sure that the work got done and the determination to continue to work is it's, I don't think we, we can't, I can't, certainly can't understand or even relate to what you're going through and what you've gone through. Tell us a little bit about, I, I know that you said your team now have come together and so the war has become normalized for you. I would imagine you can't, you don't do a lot of traveling between cities. <laughs> no, no, we don't, but it's not like 
prohibited or so. I did several rides like to Kiev to Lviv when I was needed, but mostly we stay here because we have relatives, we have families, and you want to be closer to them because each day can bring any anything actually. So that's why you want to be here closer to your family. Uh, but it's not blocked. It's not something that you cannot do. Of course, you cannot safely drive to the war line, definitely. But why would you do it? <laughs> That's just ridiculous. Everything else has become more or less stable. Maybe more people with in a uniform outside, but that's what you would expect from the country. That in the but. Everything else is okay. I constantly get asked by customers, like, do you have enough food? Do you have enough water? <laughs> so, th but that's not like that because we have heating, we have water, we have electricity, more or less. <laughs> and that that's why that's we don't feel like it's a huge problem with your physical situation. It's more about your mental state. That's the difficult thing because it's almost a year that you expect the rockets in your city and that's getting you crazy a bit. Yeah, I was gonna, I was gonna ask about all your clients and how they've reacted to it. And I've seen just an overflow of generosity happening from Magento community and the Polish Magento community and helping out. What has been the reaction of your and I'm assuming a lot of your clients are in Europe or in the U.S. How have yeah. they reacted? Yes, so we have like 50 to 50 percentage split between Western Europe and USA clients. And I'm proud of my clients because nobody did run from us or something, moved the project outside. So no, that not that we faced. I heard about such things, but not with us. And... Actually, I got spammed with the different results to help, starting from moving to, I don't know, Berlin and ending with sending us some night vision things to, to help to our army. And uh, yeah, that, that was like, that's the thing that I'm, I still feel like extra excited about the people outside because uh, they feel this thing is not correct too so they agree with this and that gives me the strength i don't know how to say it so my customers like were, were reacting very they stay on our side and they still do and when i talk about the cases with them that other clients like move the projects they don't understand it they really say that should not happen I think one thing that we've seen is Europe and the U.S. have been united in supporting Ukraine and helping you as a country and you as a people. What, in your personal sort of leadership journey, have you had some struggles in coping? Anything particular that you can point to? or And do you feel as though you're going to come out a lot stronger at the, at the end of this? Yeah, I almost don't remember the march. Maybe a lot of people do, but I'm the more of this. And I know that during the march, I like filmed like 10 to 12 different videos for my team, for my customers, making sure they know what is happening, making sure they like they understand where we are, what we are doing. That that was like a thing that I was struggling because team were like spread on different places and we need to gather it. And from operational perspective, it was not very easy, but that's something I do. That's my job to do this. But 
in terms of challenges for me personally, it's always about well being positive. Uh, when you see that not everything is really positive, could be that's the thing. When you, as a leader, you cannot be like upset and passive. You should be proactive. You should be acting. You should be doing. You should be showing the the way for others. And that that's the challenge. And it was extra hard, at least first half of the year. That was like really difficult. But hopefully, family helped the team. My closest teammates who helped me to do this. And okay, I hope we manage it more or less fine. <laughs> we are still functioning. <laughs> Yeah, I like what you said about that. You, as a leader, need to demonstrate sh- and show that you're moving forward, and you can't sit and decide either to do or not to do something. You need to make those decisions. Do you do you think that? I think it sounds like your team is really bonded and come behind you. Is everybody remote, or is everybody in one location, or how, how does it look for your team? Yeah. Actually, we have an office right now. I'm in an office, pretty big, like thousand square meters, but pretty empty because 15 to 20 people came here to work. But most of the team, like 50, 60 persons, work remotely. But they still, most of them are seven Chikasin nearest villages outside the city. So yeah, we moved to remote work type. It was started beforehand because we had the, those COVID things before, but now it's even more. Still, when we are asking the pe- people, I, I was wondering maybe I can save some money not hiring the office because that's not free of charges, you understand? And I asked guys, maybe we should move to a fully remote company. And like 96, I don't recall, but it's more than 90 percentages of employees told that they just wait when all those things finish and they want to get back to work here to the office because they want personal communication and they're really struggling doing this just from home. Yeah, I would imagine that the mental toll too without people around you to support you is a more difficult when you're working by yourself at your house. How about, I'm interested to know about your, a little bit about your company, and I know that you do Magenta work, and I, I always have a question, why is Ukraine so strong in technology, Magento particularly, or even now big commerce has a large team. What is it that you think makes up your your culture to be so good at building out <laughs> e-commerce and technology sites? There are two parts here. So first is about why Magento is so popular here in Ukraine, but the answer is pretty simple because the roots of Magento are here in Ukraine and in Belarus, as far as I remember. Actually, we have guys who were working in a core team development the Magento one like 15 years ago and they're still here and some of them are my partners running other agencies so they know it like the DNA of the system not only the like how something is should be done there so yeah we know it's pretty good and from other perspective the second part I think it's more about how to say it, the attitude to work and being honest with the clients because in e-commerce you cannot just order the project and close your eyes and then to it's about very tight communication and ties tied to all the business around the e-commerce solution and you should trust your partner to do this and when you have like Okay, from other countries, partners, they just promise and don't deliver. 
and then you came here and guys deliver when they are bombing outside you understand that those guys are serious and that's about the commitments that's about something that work should be done and here we we have those attitude in, in, in mostly in in development of course there are like hundreds or thousands of agencies i cannot promise for everyone but most of the guys i'm speaking about they all really focused on making things like as clear as they can and deliver what they promise something i guess why we can work with us in europe and usa because when we are talking about something we are serious about it that's good so <laughs> tell us about default value give us a little give us your elevator pitch sorry don't do much of sales here but okay you here default value doing the outsource and as i said like half of it is about the e-commerce and about the magenta we do end to end development except the marketing part so we can do like from the start and the design and end with delivery and post delivery support of the systems typically our ltv for the customer is like 5 years because we work for long we help businesses to grow not only like delivering the projects that's not our idea and our company is built by it's uh by two like really cool developers they worked for other companies and they decided that they want a better company <laughs> and they found the default value it's not me i'm hired ceo but we have two founders and we're really proud that we still like mentioning the size like 80 persons we still the family type company when we communicate freely when there are no such a huge hierarchy here or very tough processes and so on of course there are some but not everything and also what really like my was selling point to sell the company to me and uh, that's the totally honest approach both to employees and to customers so crystal clear even when we are fuck up fucked up sorry <laughs> then we came and say we fucked up we need to solve this and that's the idea the dna of the company so we are doing like clear communication that's something that really stand us about and that makes for example for me much difficult more difficult to find the managers who can do this and work in such approach because typically managers tend to like cut the edges and so on Yeah and I can certainly I've had a talk that I've given for the last 10 years about communications and project management and I know that Magento has been a struggle for some project managers to be honest and honest and transparent with your clients on delivery and even if somebody's trying to sh- push things into a sprint and the project manager doesn't say no we can't do all this all something has to come out The end result is the client is always. Roman, what is your plans when this is all done? Are you going to have a big celebration and what are you looking what do you think when the war is finally finished and life is back to normal? Can you see that day? Specifical day, probably I will get drunk. Uh, <laughs> But if you are talking about the plans for the for next time for the future then Yes, I know. I want to build an international company. I have ideas on the places where I want to visit and I know that if previously I was thinking about moving to some other country or something like that, then right now it's not about that. I definitely want to stay here. I definitely want to help my country to 
success. That's my attitude here. That's good. So, Roman, as we close out the podcast, I give everybody an opportunity to do a shameless plug. What would you like to plug today? I don't know. I was not prepared to this. So actually, guys, I understand that probably the people who will watch this, they are not from Ukraine, so mostly they are foreign, from foreign countries. That's why probably the most important things right now is please support Ukraine. Please push your politics to support Ukraine. And don't forget and don't get tired because actually the war is not ended. In, it's not even close to the end. Yeah, that's such a good point that we you have to keep up the vigil and for even though it's some it's somewhat become normalized, it's never normal to have bombs coming down. Yeah. yeah. Thank you. Roman, thank you so much for being here today. It's been a very enjoyable enjoyable conversation. Yeah, thanks for inviting. All right, that went great. Thank you. <laughs> thank you. How was I? <laughs> it was great. Yeah, no, you weren't no you weren't nervous. It was super. You did really well. <laughs> okay, thank you. Just curious, can I see the, this before it published or not? It's... Sure, yeah, I can send you the raw video, absolutely. Yeah, that that would be great because <laughs> I thought I will lose my conscience. You did great. Yeah, there was no, I don't know if I'll even have to do it. Sometimes I take out the ums and stuff like that, but I, you did really well, so no worries. Okay, thanks. Thank yeah. you. Yeah, if you know of anybody, I would love to interview more Ukrainian business owners to get their life experience. So if you know anybody else that would like to just do a short interview, I would love to talk to them. Okay, I will check with partners. Maybe they are into it. Yeah, yeah. And I'll I'll tell you, it'll be a couple of weeks before the show goes live, but I'll tell you in advance and I'll share. I can share the video with you as well. Okay, thank you. All right, thank you. Have a great day. Yeah, you too. Bye. Thank you for making it to the end of this episode of Talk Commerce. Please rate this episode wherever you download your podcasts. We are actively looking for people to participate in the free joke project. Go to talk-commerce.com and sign up for your free spot on the free joke project. If you are a business, I will do a 30-second elevator pitch in the spot to help promote your business. That's talk-commerce.com.